0: Ladies and gentlemen, good evening.
1: Hi, I'm Mark Williams, and this is 365 Days of Sport. 365 Days of Sport.
2: Yes, good evening and welcome to yet another edition of the greatest sports radio show on the planet. Still looking for a new home, though. It is 365 Days of Sport, and with me, as always, partner in crime... The man with the fingers that strum. Do they strum? Do you strum a bass? You yeah, pluck a
3: bass. You, you pluck, pluck a bass. Pluck. I, I actually am probably the first bass player in history to pull off a windmill on stage. Ooh. I do that during towards the end. Oh, we smashed it up there in Sydney. Yes, yeah, yeah, The Demon Parade is well and truly back. I like, it. It, was, I like uh, it. it was a great show. And we've actually, as a result of our performance, we're on 6.30 Sydney. We're now 11pm nice. here in Melbourne. Nice. Big Bang. promotion. They're in form, the old Demon Parade. Oh, it was great. It was in great. Could be hey, if like, again.
2: If you like your um, Manchester-style music, mm. you have to get in touch with the Demon Parade. Mm. Have a chuck jump Some on. psychedelic, but there's choruses, you can you can
3: dance, there's nice. all sorts of stuff. You know, we're probably the most, the more poppy of the psychedelic bands, I would say. Bit, bit but, of in-spiral. When we're, when we're rock, we're still filthy. Yeah, a bit of
2: in-spiral car, it's type. It's a bit like a Shaker is the closest Ooh, one, I reckon. All you, gay dad. What? Gay Dad, what's Gay Dad? They well, they were a kind of a bit more rocky version of Cooler Shaker. Right, look up Gay Dad. They're actually them. quite good. Okay, good. I don't think they're. Oh, I reckon they only had one in that album, but they might have had more. I don't know. Didn't anyway. see, didn't see Sophie Monk up there, Beefy. Well, she's. Oh, yeah. um, I've got Sophie Monk news. What? Sophie Monk caught out the video that will
3: shock Australia. Oh no! This is. I, you gotta I, take just, it, I, I just saw something today. She's up doing charity or something. Being a oh doing, good girl. Yeah, up in uh, Brisbane, I think. Um, Sophie Monk has
2: found herself in the middle of a new secret video that was Shock Australia. Oh. It has been sensationally claimed that the former Bachelorette star has made a secret tape of herself auditioning for the hosting role of I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, as part of a desperate
3: bid to land Julia Morris' gig on the reality show. Right. So maybe she's got the Dr. Chris lined up because he's single, I think. Well, the last... This is my competition. This
2: is the last line. Sources tell New Idea that Sophie has always had a soft spot for I'm a Celeb's co-host, Chris Brown, and thought they would have made the perfect on-screen oh. pair.
0: <laughs>
2: she thinks they would bounce off each other well.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that is that all she wants to bounce? Is that what she was talking about?
2: Oh, she's a bouncy old girl, isn't she, though? right Really. Oh,
3: so my competition is now Dr. Chris, Chris. Brown, but I think everyone... Is Chris Brown really single? Well, I'm he... not sure. I mean, uh, he's, he seems to kind of... Lots of women like him, I think. Yeah, I think that's the case. I've heard he's one of these guys that apparently is so handsome that it's actually almost like a pistake. Yeah, like a like a Ken doll or something. Yeah, he's on bloody everything as well, though. Yeah, right. I
2: keep expecting him to pop up on the block or whatever
3: DIY show as well. And he still has time to be a vet. On the side. Apparently so. Yeah. I don't reckon he does. I reckon that's a front. <laughs> well, she wasn't. I checked Tinder while I was up there in Sydney. <laughs> she's not she was, on Tinder. She wasn't on Tinder anywhere. Uh, she's at uh Just at sophiemunk
2: on Twitter, by yeah, the way. Right, right, I did, right, did I did actually send her a show. Okay. To let her know you
3: were. Um, I appreciate the effort. Yeah, There's well, that's, that's more than I've done. There's actually but, an email um, address on that Twitter account as well. Is there? But, right? yeah, yeah, I may do it, but get it all in there. I'll go straight to management, no yeah, doubt. That's but it. um, yeah, yeah. The only thing that's a bit gutted the old Tinder up in Sydney, I didn't actually check it while I was up there, to be honest, oh, but oh, yeah. I opened it up when I got back. And of course, you get all these people like you, and it lets you know when, how many people have liked you. when you oh, get does back. it? back. Yeah. 25 plus. Whoa. And, I'll, and now I can't contact any of them because I'm Cause out you're of range. Back in Melbourne. Back in Melbourne. <laughs> Oh well, that's Tinder for you. Did you know it is? It's,
2: it's a plethora of days today. Ah, International Inconvenience Yourself Day. I don't know quite how you celebrate that. I totally internationally inconvenience myself all day today. Well, by what the way, is, what does that mean? <laughs> I think you go out your <laughs> in, in, way to inconvenience yourself. Well, I don't no, know. Wait, Walk for the long purpose, way round. What well, is it for? a Charity knows? or Pff, could be. I should look it up. International. That's, that's, Repet- this is probably the most bollocks they have heard so far. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Although. International Repetitive Strain Injury Awareness Day is ah, also okay. today, well, for all the typists yeah. and um I'm not, I'm not
3: straining, but I'm under an injury cloud. Oh, yeah, I, you, well, well, not, no, no, not injury cloud. That's not true. Yeah. I've just got a bit of soreness in the Achilles. Oh, I think yeah. I need these new shoes. I oh, know. we better sort that out. Uh, yeah. We have to thank Brooks, by the way, because Rob
2: is uh, entering the International Beer Mile on April 14, and he's sponsored by Brooks yeah. Running Gear, Good on the best running gear in the world, and because they see potential in Robert Briers. they know how to pick him. Because uh, he can drink, and he can run, mm. and mm. he can play the bass, but I don't think Brooks are keen on that. But uh,
3: What? Well... Well, well, oh. They can't be anti it. They no, they're a definitely a not anti, anti it. On.
2: Yeah. Well, you, sort of... Would
3: you
4: do
2: a Demon prey gig in your running gear? No. Shorty shorts no, and a singlet. No, no, no. it's not the Stone Roses
3: in 1992. Well, it is actually. Um, just, you listen to them. You know, um,
2: it's also that. National Chocolate Souffle Day. Do you do a good chocolate souffle? I don't think we've ever had one. Okay, good chocolate mousse. And then it's also National Tooth Fairy Day. I suppose you go around punching your kids in the face, knocking yeah, teeth yeah. out for them today, just today, lads. Yeah, just make, today. Make sure you do it in public.
0: <laughs> uh, um, take them
3: to Woolworths or Coles because that's yeah. always the best place to hit kids. Uh, I think that could work out well. Yeah, I didn't, there was none that got. I was just in Coles a moment ago. Oh yeah, bought some chicken. Didn't oh, oh. didn't see any kids getting hit there. So Woolworths if people weren't embracing that Woolworths side do a, a better chicken than Coles, I reckon. It's, but they're both pretty rank, actually. I've taken. I've no. discussed this on another. No, show no, they're I've, not. I've, I've started. The Woolworths I've,
2: chicken is much better.
3: Is it? Hey, it's better than KFC in the UK. Do you
2: see this? Yeah, closing the down chicken, all over the chicken. The chicken shortage. The whole
3: P twenty. Oh, it's a shortage. Yeah. You see, because people There's... are rebelling against the P twenty seven. Yeah. Because they don't want the mutated chicken. Yep. So all of a sudden. Now, oh, we can't have mutated chicken anymore. We've no. got well, we can't supply you then. No, no chickens. We, this is like, you can't grow natural chickens that quickly. <laughs> that's right. You know that's what's going to happen, isn't so, it? Yeah. So, uh, mm.
2: uh, no chickens. KFC. They did a okay. great little ad. They put it in national papers over there, and they just yeah. put yeah the little uh, KFC bucket, but they changed the uh, letters to FCK. Uh, Laughing hey. at themselves. See, brilliant. <laughs> well done. Nick Curios tweeted today,
3: quite what, funny what's from he Nick. Got to say?
2: Uh, Well, did you see Daria Gavrilova, who is the young and -and up-and-coming Aussie superstar tennis player, she threw her racket and it just missed a ball boy by centimetres. My word. This is in Acapulco, Mexico. Mm. Uh, If the racket had hit the ball boy, instant disqualification. Nick Kyrgios, the mighty Kyrgios, tweeted, If I'd have done that, I would have been banned for six years and been on every paper and news channel for the next month.
3: Yeah, I don't know, oh, he might not have got that big a ban, but he well, would have he got a fair hiding. Uh,
2: he's got previous, though, hasn't he? Yeah. I'm not sure whether Davria Gavrilova Yeah. has not any a previous... Long history of belting She's,
3: kids no. <laughs> on National <laughs> or Inconvenience tooth, tooth Fairy or Day. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The Inconvenient Tooth Fairy. Nice, right? Yeah. Nice. I like that. Hey, uh, by the way, just before we get too far on from the beer, yes. it's breaking news. Breaking I have news. found a beer that qualifies... In a bottle. Oh, really? And, it's, and I, I, remember when you telling me which ones have been used. Yeah. It did pop up there. Oh, did it? Yeah. Sapporo, Ooh, Japanese. Japanese with a pure water. Yeah. It's exactly five and it's three fifty five bottle. Oh, that's spanking. It's a three fifty five bottle. But my thoughts of Japanese beer is very bubbly. No, no, it's got pure, a lot pure water. But I just, I don't want to be too super fizzy, like mental,
2: like. I was actually looking uh, through the online catalogue of one of our great fans, Dan Murphy's, and I did find one. It might have been a Fat Yak Pale or something as well. Really. Yeah, that I'd be very keen on. I I think it might have been.
3: I think there might even be three forty-five.
2: One of them is three forty-five. Why? Why are beer bottles all sudden all different sizes?
3: No, I I always thought three thirty was basically the norm. No, well, it used to be three seventy-five. Okay. Yeah. Well, Murphy is 3.75. And then,
2: but it's only 4.2%, isn't it? Four, yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's not really, It doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. So, um, yeah, we were looking through all these beers, trying to find the perfect beer. Yeah. And we were finding 330s, 3.45s, 3.55s, and 3.75s. It was like... yeah. What is going on
3: here? Everyone's just off just mucking about. Trying just to, mucking just about. Trying to be beer companies get your. Being different for the sake of it.
2: Well, that's, what well, you're talking about Steinlager and it's 300ml cans.
3: Well, I don't know. See, that's the other thing that triggered my interest is because yeah. the Corona can that they have on yeah. the plane is 355. It's the same type of can. It's a skinny long one that looks Ooh. like it's tiny, but it was actually 355. Well,
2: oh, that's interesting.
3: Um, but they're four point five corona. Oh, is he? So that was off in that button okay. if it's the same type of can for the sign like a pure, that's what I want. Okay. Well yeah. we'll look
2: into that. we we will have to do we are making a documentary as well. Uh we haven't quite got going yet. No, with, um, but
3: I reckon from next week we're on. Yes, I think we yeah. are. So uh
2: we Festivals will, out the way. Festival's out the no way rocking and rolling. And you'll see in depth analysis of us in Dan Murphy's <laughs> looking oh, at beer. Yeah. There you go. We're hey, uh around. the Beast from the East. Have you heard about this in Europe? I've not heard about it. The beast from the east is this cold front that's sweeping across Europe oh, yes, from right. Russia across, called across called the UK. It, like, yeah, the beast from front. the east. Yep. So this Romanian soccer team called, um, uh, what are they called Sepsi, uh, they were playing away against Steaua Bucharest on the uh, on the weekend. Yeah. Um, the kit Rage man. Match? Probably. Yeah. The kit man forgot to put in the long sleeve shirts. Mm. So uh, what did the players do to keep their arms warm? Did, didn't play. No. Oh. They cut holes in a spare set of socks and put them on their arms. Oh, that's all right. That's yeah, good it's thinking. good, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, a bit of a leg, leg oh, an arm sock. Yes, an arm sock. Yeah. Um, it was minus 10 degrees Celsius in uh Can
3: cancel the game when that happens? Or well, no? not if it's playable.
2: Yeah. Uh, they lost 2-0, though. Uh, do you reckon you
3: warm up eventually if you run around I minus you do. 10?
2: I remember playing um, pub football in Sheffield when the pitches were frozen, it's like on a Sunday morning as well, you've been on the lash all mm. night. 10 a.m. starts, you struggle to get to the game on time anyway. Yeah. And uh, I played in golf for the old um, Broadfield Tavern. Mm. And the owner of the pub came
3: up with thermoses of oxtail soup for us for halftime. It was that bloody cold. Right. Well, I-, I will never play in snow, ever. And I'll never... I'm pretty keen... I don't mind if I never go near snow ever again. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, well, yeah. Did Norway do you in, did it? <laughs> and, and the blizzard in Greenland. <laughs> yeah, they can both. Either one. Um,
2: if you just won £42,000 in a poker tournament, what would you do
3: with it? Pounds? Pounds, yeah. That's about $1 uh, million. Well, after my last trip back home, I think I have to pay off my student loan.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Jake Cody won a poker tournament in Nottingham, won $42,670. Decided... After picking up his winnings, walked over to the roulette table, chucked it all on black. How did it go? He's a winner. (laughs) An absolute winner. So uh, Jake Cody bet £42,670 on black just moments after winning the cash at the UK Poker oh, Championships in Nottingham cool. on Sunday. He came. Is he
3: a regular winner of the poker? I think he is
2: a bit okay. of a poker uh, yeah. demon. Uh, he came top of the high-roller event, but seemingly not content with winning the poker tournament, he gets up and walks over to the roulette table, where he puts his down his entire tournament winnings on one spin of the wheel. The wheel is spun, and attention from the watching crowd is palpable as it spins for a long time before slowly coming to a stop. But it seems like fortune really does favour the brave, because the ball only goes and lands on black twenty-two, landing him a staggering eighty-five thousand nice pounds jackpot. One. Tremendous he took, effort. He took to Twitter soon after, soon after winning, writing, "Feeling damn good today."
3: Mm. So yeah, that's a. There is some little clip on YouTube about uh, uh, Johnny. Surprisingly, enough, showed. Oh, me. did he? Yeah. yeah. And it's some guy who got like his life savings of like about two hundred and fifty grand or something. Really? And he did that. When went, went to, he said and he I think he was either going if he lost, he was gonna kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> These are good odds. Good odds. So no, fortunately that came in for him. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> made for a good doco. Unbelievable. But I'm not sure I don't would be oh, like a it's snuff a, it's film
2: sh- wouldn't. <laughs> yes, it's a stuff. It'd be a very short documentary, although you could bring some build-up into it, I guess. Mm. But there you go.
3: I had a seven thousand to one greyhound multi going on Saturday. Seven thousand, seven thousand to one. Uh, How many legs? I think it was ten. Ten legs. Yeah. First four came in. Oh, were they, these place bets or winners? Uh, they were a mix. A okay. Mix. mix of mix of both. There were three places and seven winners. Okay. Ended up. I think that every single one place that's at one, but oh, okay. five five of them actually came in. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, so it didn't matter. Why are you
2: doing ten leg
3: greyhound multi? Because that can actually change my life. If I get seven thousand to one, I put ten dollars on it. I win seventy grand. I mean, I can afford to throw ten dollars on. I think something it'd take like more that. than that to change your life. On the side, I still picked up three fifty on the. Other oh, okay, stuff, so, good stuff. Know, yeah, well, man, at least somebody's a winner. Yeah, uh, not Matt- quite. Everyone's a winner, is it? Just Rob, not quite.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and Jake Cody, obviously. Yeah. Mac Beggs, do you remember us talking about uh, Mac Beggs last year? Yeah, the transgender wrestler from Texas. All
3: oh, right, right, right. Well, right, he's
2: won right. the women's state <laughs> wrestling championships again. <laughs> he's now gone to thirty-two and zero in his wrestling career. <laughs> she, she. No, it's actually he, because she wa- He was born a woman and is in uh,
3: transition. What, but a no, uh, hound. So has, a, has a, a woman has become a man? Yes. And so the men are getting beaten by a woman. No, the girls are
2: getting beaten by a man. This is the problem because you have to compete. This is a Texas law. You have to compete with the sex that is on your birth certificate. But you said that it's a woman that
3: became a man.
2: Yep winning and so,
3: but she's still fighting the women. Yes.
2: Oh, that's not so bad. Well, it's not fair either, is it? Well, it's not quite the, it's the opposite of Hannah Mousie. It is the opposite of Hannah Mousie. That's right. So, uh, for the second year in a row, the transgender, tra- transgender, that's easy for you to say, transgender wrestlers won the Texas girls class 6A 110 pound division. <laughs> Mac Beggs is a senior from Euless Trinity High School near Dallas, uh, ended the tournament outside of Houston with an undefeated record. He! Beat Chelsea Sanchez, uh, who he beat last year for the title in the final match on Saturday. Uh, Video show a mix of cheers and boos from the crowd following Begs's win. Hmm.
3: See, the thing about the whole transgender thing is, like, I mean, it's, I, I mean, I'm right behind everyone feeling natural within themselves yep. and moving on to just feeling that inner peace, being comfortable and all that sort of thing. But again, Johnny just told me at work the other day his his sister, um, recently at her work. A letter went out, uh, email to the entire company, saying that Pete is now going to be known as Lisa. Oh, really? And as of the new year, and oh, they, as of the, they just yeah, like that. As of the new year, yeah. And they turn it to work, and there's. Formerly Pete, now Lisa. In a dress and, place, and a wig. Well, pretty much looking at, like, exactly the same, just wearing a wig. Like Not no, even a dress? Oh, I didn't I didn't go into. The, oh, didn't it was you? in a dress or just... So, uh, 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 has appreciate. Pete actually gone through any treatment or just uh, feels I, I, like I, I, a... Nah, 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 nah. Just sort of probably on a bit of a few meds in that and try okay, to yeah. make the transition. But the thing is, like, and it's all good, please happy, but the fact is, if I just see like a man sitting there with a wig on... And a beard. I just start giggling a bit. <laughs> <laughs> you would, yeah. Well, it's all, I'm it's, sure, so, it's very childish, but I just sort
2: of. You've got to call just, Pete just, Lisa from now on. It's
3: still just the immature side of me just takes over. It's, it's, yeah. it's a wee little chuckle, isn't it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beggs, back to Texas. Beggs did ask to wrestle the boys, uh, but the rules for Texas public high schools require athletes to compete under the gender on their birth certificate. He's only faced, uh, there was a forfeit in there. One girl did refuse to wrestle him. So, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last year, Beck sold ESPN, <laughs> Texas policymakers should change the laws, Texas policymakers should change the laws, and then watch me wrestle the boys, because I'm a guy! It just makes more sense. There you go. I, no, honest, I do
3: want to see a picture of this, uh, guy-man chick. There uh, you go, there I've got is. one for you,
2: Rob. Okay. And it very much looks like a guy wrestling a chick.
3: Yeah, yeah, it does.
2: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Texas law, hey? Texas law. Oh, it's, I, I, it's just funny. You love
3: it, don't you? Yeah. You love stuff like that. Uh, what else have we got? Okay. Witham Town. I've said it before, you know, you can put the Incredible Hulk in address if you like, but it's still the Incredible <laughs> Hulk. In address. <laughs> That's it. Exactly right. <laughs> anyway, Witham Town, they play in like level
2: nine in England. This is football. Yeah. So they were away to Grays Athletic recently. Only one away fan turned up. What? One away fan. <laughs> so he proceeded. He is the uh, Witham Town super fan, by the way. Mm, okay. So he proceeded for 90 minutes to sing all the way through, by himself. Really good effort. Yeah. So here's a bit of a clip of him singing. Great. no,
4: no, 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 no. We know what we are. We know what we are. We know what we are. We win some vultures. We know what we are. <laughs> team of Zion. 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 Team of Saiyan, Team of Saiyan, Team of, Saiyan, team of, Saiyan, team of
3: A whole host of chants <laughs> <laughs> for 90 minutes non-stop. So Kids, it's- here's what your dad did on the weekend. <laughs> Yeah. So you can
2: see that they've got pictures of him in the stand behind the goal, like dancing and shout, <laughs> and he does it. So 90 minutes non-stop, congratulations to the Witham Town superfan. Uh, it didn't actually say whether they won or lost against Graves, by the way, mm-hmm. so uh, mm-hmm. there we go. Oh, uh, I'm impressed by that determination. Oh, fantastic. I yeah, love stuff like that. Like, you, like, I follow a lot of non-league football uh, well, You know, back home and some of the things. The best thing about non-league football mm-hmm. is you can drink. Right. At the, like, within side of the pitch. So you can actually stand on the bat and drink and then. Oh, then, right. I see. Yeah. Uh, in professional football over mm. there, you're not allowed to drink if you can see the pitch. Really? So if you've got a corporate box, you have to close the blinds. So you can't see the pitch. What is that? That's the that's, rules. That's oh, ridiculous. That's hool- hooliganism and things. And that's yeah, in yeah, those that's days. Me. So, yeah, um, yeah, right, right, so what right. they do, they build bars. You know, they steps yeah. down into the bar, so you can't see over the top to the pitch. Oh, so that's the law. Yeah, that is actually it. the law. So, but in non-league and they football, have TVs up or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it's
3: basically like being in the MCC at the cricket. Yeah, essentially. Yeah,
2: yeah. But in non-league football, you can actually, and they've got like advertising holdings around the outside and you put your beer on the top and the number of times i've seen players like get tackled and fall over and slide and stand up and there's a beer right in front of them and they pick it up and have a quick sip <laughs> brilliant non-league football's brilliant yeah. very, very uh, good what have we got the
4: entire
3: jordan Goey drunken saga is in fact a fabrication and a distraction to cover up club president Eddie Maguire's blazing crack addiction. NFL.
4: Oh, people,
3: I wish Eddie McGuire all the best, for that. People always say he never sleeps. And oh, really? Yeah, well, he's up uh, early uh, as well. That's why. Just you know, goes through. He's lost all that weight. Oh, is he? Yeah. Do you do the math? This is some Chinese herbal regime, I think. Uh, well, that's uh, uh, Chinese we're, herbs. We read. We read. Uh, I've seen Narcos. I can read and see the subtext in on that one. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah it. the fine print.
2: Yeah, he's pretty perky on a morning on yeah, the old yeah, uh, triple.
3: Yeah. In. He does all right. All right, full of energy.
2: You're going to love this. Ah, oh, yeah. What have we got?
0: And gentlemen, here's tonight's top ten. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10 Oh, I
1: got a live one here. <laughs> Five
2: me. You. Um. You kind of alerted me to something last week, and I thought, oh, there's there's a few commentary things. We did the national anthems, which mm. went down very well. By the way, oh, good, good, oh, hilarious. Yeah, I, was, I thoroughly
3: enjoyed it. Even Wait, though, you, can, you can
2: hear me on the show, if I, I, know. I it. Uh, even though I heard it before, when I listened back to the show, I, I laughed. <laughs> I was <always> laughing. that la- the number one. It's brilliant. <laughs> Just brilliant. So. Commentaries where things just haven't gone right. Now I've, I've picked out horse racing. Mm. Well, actually racing. So dogs, trots, horses. Right. No people racing? No. I think, I think we might do that next week. Yeah. Not just people racing. Sports sports, commentaries commentaries going wrong or or weird stuff happening. Sure. Sure. So found out, found a few kind of funny, not so great horse. I keep calling it horse racing, right? What's going on? Racing. Racing. Commentary. You could probably say, "In the kids Blunders speak, f- fail.
3: Kids speak fails. Hashtag kids speak. Right, right. So are, this, they, are they like oh, the commentators made a meal of it, or has there been a strange circumstance was caught throwing them off? Or all of the, it, all, of all of the above?
2: above. Right, yeah, good. So this is the first one. This is, I think, it's at Sandown. So mm-hmm. a local one to us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is the commentator. I don't know what's tickled him.
3: They said. Racing now, away swiftly, Polly's charm, burrowing up near the inside, Polmetric, and here's Cruiser charging over. Cruiser's going to lead at the first turn from Polmetric, up to third, (laughs) Polly's charm, (laughs) then flushed away, sure magic. Is well back. And then came Mad Jazz West on Tess and Sheer Gundy. The leader cruiser, Polmetric knuckling down. Flushed away lengthens as well. Polmetric hit the lead first. The veteran flushed away went past it though. Flushed away has beaten Polmetric.
1: Metric. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Polly's what?
3: charm, fourth cruiser. I think he just gets
2: t- tickled by f- <laughs> Flushed Pol- away. Mad Flashed Jazz away, West on Tess Polmetric? and Sheer Gundy. Flushed away, I think. I think he just finds flushed that away. funny. What? I think he's a bit immature like you,
3: Rob. Well no, but I didn't I wouldn't laugh at that. Flushed well, away. He flat uh, flushed. Flushed away. Yeah. Toilet. Oh, right. Toilet humour. Well anyway, that was unprofessional from him. Yeah very much. Very much, much so, so. I mean, yeah. Well that's frankly, right. when I listen to stand down, that's not the voice I hear, so uh he know. might be done and dusted on his way keep it together young man I mean you can I mean, the, the guy called had to call mutant again the other night he oh no really problems with it. no yeah. problems with mutant Ah, came second imagine mutant and flushed away flushed away mutant flushed away mutant followed by Daffodil Dave <laughs> prawn cutlet up behind them that's funny <laughs> <laughs> see that would
2: get you all <laughs> of a sudden you started laughing see he thought flushed away was funny you thought prawn cutlet <laughs> prawn was funny prawn
3: cutlet is funny how can you call a dog prawn cutlet they, they don't even do cutlets of prawns prawns are quite small yeah yeah they're not even a kind of uh, steak
2: style t-bone bone, bone thing s- feed someone a prawn you feed them the whole prawn not a cutlet of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all right uh this is what happens this is typical of australia
1: the head held low uh, moves to its wheel third the leaders back soho aphrodite one by one as they go to the turn out of the straight uh, there's a possum in the box, can you believe it? I've never seen this in my life. Get rid of it, quickly. Oh! Down the back straight they go, and left to run. And the leader, it was Lady Erica Lombo. At the 400 metres, she's all attitude, going great guns. 31-5 the second quarter, a brisk 28-1. The third split as they run to the turn. She's all attitudes in front. I know you think I'm joking, but I'm not. There was a possum in the box. In the straight, though, she's all attitude in front... Being nursed by Brown, Miss Worthy Whitby's now run her race. Good go for third. Queen of Hearts Lombo charging home, but in the drive to the line, she's a latitude. Bolted in,
3: beat Miss Worthy Whitby. So, did the possum jump out for the others? Jump out with the dogs? No, that was harness racing. That oh, was a possum
2: in the commentary box. Oh. Jumped into the commentary <laughs> box with him. <laughs> the one where he says, There's a possum in a box, and he.
3: That's what I didn't get. I thought it was the dogs. <laughs> oh, right. And a possum jumped out of one of the traps. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that no. that possum wouldn't last long with the,
2: those greyhounds. No. there's out. a few of no. them where, the, where there's uh, been rabbits <laughs> jump on the track and things oh, like right. that. Yeah. Anyway, here's one for you. I mm. just can't believe this. Uh, things in New Zealand must be very different when you're commentating on the, on the races. Right.
1: Inside the 1,200 metres they go, and I reckon nothing will change until they get to about the 500 metres, so we'll take advantage of that. Snow White. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. they're out, having a Sunday drive, leisurely Sunday drive in the car. Suddenly she swerved and missed a, uh, oh, a possum walking across the road. Anyway, the car rolled. It was a terrible crash Does the field get to the 800 metres. Anyway, eventually Snow White, she manages to get out of the car. She's the only one to get out. She's very worried about the Seven dwarves. She yells out, can anybody hear me in there? After a few moments, a little voice pipes up. Australia will win the Rugby World Cup. Thank goodness there's no way. Dopey is still alive. Up towards the home turn, they come here with about 450 metres to go. (laughs) I
2: wonder if the field would stay the same. Yeah, it's just like in the middle of a race. Oh, (laughs) 1,200 metres gone. They won't do anything until 400. I'm just going to tell a joke.
3: He was probably at Tarapa or something. like would be one of those. There's eight people there (laughs) and it's not even filmed. Oh, that was, that was pretty Just, good. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Perhaps he does I it every race. Perhaps I don't even Maybe know. Anyway, uh, how about... So try it on the Melbourne Cup sometimes, Yeah, you get
0: on, see how they <laughs> yeah, like it. it.
2: Well, how about trying this at Mackay?
0: You'll never see another race like this. The only person who can better this is Stan Johnson with all his Craigleys. Locked away, favourites Craigley Royale with the white cap. Ready to run, the blue and whites with the different coloured caps under starting starters' orders. For the starter, Mr Matt Henderson, he's about to release the field. Stand by. Racing this time. Craigley Gal got out well. Willie Nick dropped out at the tail of the field on settling down. Craigley Matilda showing plenty of speed and there's the favourite Craigley Royal on the outside burning round them. They swing into the stretch and it's Craigley Royal. The jockey was cheeky enough to look over his shoulder. he's skipped clear. He's nicely clear, Kelvin. But on the outside, Craigley Tina's making a little bit of a run. Craigley Matilda's there. And down the outside, Craigley Rory. But the right Craigley's being backed at Mackay. There's Craigley's left, right and centre. But Craigley Royal wins it easily from Craigley Matilda. Third Craigley Gal. North was Craigley Edge, followed by Craigley Tina. Then came Craigley Smokey, Craigley Rory, and Willie Nick. I think you'll find he's last. It's going to be a photo for last. And the Craigleys might have run 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Well, that was fun. Come on, Stan. I dare you. Put an 8 or 9 in next time. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> so he did it really well. The, the strange thing about
2: horse racing, as you well know, the owners mm. have the same, you know, they wear the same silks. Yeah. So, obviously, in an 8-horse race... Seven of the horses wore the, wore the same, same colours.
3: Way. Right. They changed the helmet. Hat. They changed
2: the colour, the hat helmet, colour, yeah. yeah so, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, he did a he great job. To go by that, very by well. By the, by the hat colour, well, of yeah.
3: Of course, that's uh, much, He wouldn't, not get seven, or, but you might often will get four, like, yeah. diners and a doggy race. In a doggy race, some bales. Yeah, so bales. If you didn't even realise. Diners and bales. Yeah. And Aston's occasionally. Uh, we had that
2: up. one in, um, one in New Zealand, didn't we? We we played big play. time. Big time, that's big right. Time. Yes, yeah, yeah
3: they were very popular. Yes, we did.
2: Anyway, this is uh, one of your favorites. I know you love this one. I think we. I don't know if we've done it before. I think we talked about it before, but. Uh you picked this one up from Sweden. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah come
0: yeah, into yeah. the turn, and you can see Jan-Erik Neuroth is still looking for a way through on uh, favourite number two, Angel Love. And Tom's he's making the there, same mistake he made earlier in the day today, but now uh, seemingly getting a chance down the inside rail there, as uh, we see the favourite being hampered. And what a bloody idiot he is as they come down the <laughs> straight here now with uh, favourite Angel uh, flying here. Angel Love's going to fly to win it, and Angel Love wins it from six and Three, but what an incredible stupid drive by ride by, by uh, Neuro. I get more and more irritated when I see what he did in the uh, first race today on the massive favourite.
2: It's not like the safe against to the mince their words, is it? You can imagine he's he's, he's obviously the
3: sweetest jockey, is what a, I know. What <laughs> just, oh God! The commentators are supposed to
2: give a served. He's obviously had a bloody monkey on that on that horse, and he, oh,
3: Oh, what are That's you doing? Exactly. Yeah. He's had big dollars on the first race. and yeah, yeah. didn't come in and he's blaming him. And the uh, the grape is still sour. <laughs> <laughs> but Angel Dash there, if you see the footage, he just comes through in the end. He comes storming home. So, uh, All right. And the last, he does actually win, but he just reckons he made a hard work of it. Oh. <laughs> Unnecessary. There you go. <laughs> uh, we'll go back to New Zealand just for you. Okay. This is
2: uh, a Wellington, I think. It's a dog race.
1: The London Ready Race 11. Everything's shaking here I'm afraid Looks like we might have uh, a bit of an earthquake going on here A very big earthquake in fact um, We've got a very large earthquake going here The race is under underway oh. here uh, Unfortunately the monitor's fallen uh, on me but I managed to pick it up. I can tell you Al in front here. I'm not going to be able to do much of a call of this dogs race. are still running. Uh, coming out after it there would have been uh, Boston Chanel, who's going to be tough to beat as they come around the corner. Squeezing through on the inside As Crush Monkey. was still shaking here. Crush Monkey driving through on the inside. It's going to score from, I think, Al And just in between runners there to Boston Chanel. Hope I haven't missed anything there. Slangy uh, Var. We've just had a very serious earthquake here. Hope everyone's okay. I'll be disappearing... And do hope everything's all right down uh
3: Wellington Way. <laughs> Talk about determination. Yeah. It's he got good. through. He was holding on for dear life as well. The has fallen on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he, was oh. that the most recent earthquake?
2: No, I think it's a couple of years ago. So uh that, and it was also in Wellington, so uh Yeah, that, that was that really, was a ba- yeah. about a year ago. Okay. Probably uh I'm not sure, I didn't uh didn't get a date on there, yeah, but there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um what's the most important thing a race caller should be able to do? Remember the names of the horse? I'm glad you said that.
4: Coming
0: around the home turn now, and uh, this one had dashed clear, uh, nicely clear, and um, I refer to H-Stan uh, Lass. It's not h 10 Lass. I'll pick it up in the moment. I can tell you now that uh, it's. Um, uh, I'm not sure. Sorry. <laughs> Goes to the line to win well, and that was number 10. That was French Neighbour. I lost that uh, just before the turn. I apologise. I can't do much more about it than. Uh, Running on was Daphne Allen after the race. Also, Dam was a good runner. I spent too long trying to sort that leader out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the winner is... Don't really know.
3: <laughs> I, love, I love a proper honest mistake. Yeah, so. that's it. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, well. This is what happens. Uh, we're into the top three, Rob. This is number three. In the strangest uh, racing calls of all time. (laughs) Sit back and relax. You're going to love this.
4: They're off. Little Miss Macho had a bit of an awkward start. My wife knows everything broke well. Lady Mutata is up and on the pace. Rojo's tune is out third. The wife doesn't know fourth to the outside. And Alini's hope is fifth. Past the half mile pole. Lady Mutata by a length and a half. Little Miss Macho is in second. After that comes My Wife Knows Everything in third. On the far outside, the wife doesn't know is moving up. And is now fourth and right alongside of my wife knows everything. My wife knows everything and the wife doesn't know are moving together on the far turn. And they're coming after Lady Mutata coming to the quarter pole. Lady Mutata in front. Here come my wife knows everything. And the wife doesn't know on the far outside. Little Miss Macho is fourth. They're into the stretch. Lady Mutata, my wife knows everything. Center of the track, the wife doesn't know. Into the final furlong, my wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. They're one, two. Of course they are. My wife knows everything in front. Sitting outside, the wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. The wife doesn't know. My wife knows everything. More than the wife doesn't know. (laughs) This Tallahassee was third. That can't be real. That is real, 100%. 100%
2: real, that is the genuine race call. So my my wife doesn't know one, is that right? Yeah, and the what? No, no, no. My wife knows everything. My wife knows everything, was winner, and my wife doesn't know, was second. Uh, I thought that had to be bollocks. No, no, that's a real race. Oh, God. Absolutely real race. Okay, this is brilliant. You just can't help this, but this is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. (laughs)
1: he <laughs> did a travel in second place The liar rose on the inside Linvaldainty now he goes full steam ahead we're one step closer and he goes forward three wide quickly going with the liar rose on the inside Coppen Eiffel can't go with them then in turn behind those between runners where we own a Teejan on the inside Linvaldainty and at the tail in the field we're looking about five or six metres to Boomerowie boy I think we're going here He's <laughs> leading the way it's a liar rose leads by two metres in second placing <laughs> No, I don't think I'll get through this hello <laughs> Gatesy, where are you? we need you mate in front of Liar Rose down the outside trying hard was one step closer <laughs> but Liar <Laya> Rose wins <laughs> <laughs> second placing we ain't a teach and I think or on the inside Coppin' Eiffel
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> he tried, he tried I He tried. Tried. can tease the feet. Yeah. yeah, I think we're going to get there <laughs>
3: I wonder if there was more races on the card after that, or well, what they did. Oh, I think they might, must have got a sub in,
2: <laughs> surely. Yeah, yeah. Harness racing, Bruce McAvaney or something. Oh,
3: ah, yeah. yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. one of the top guys.
2: Oh, all right, oh. this is the number one race call <laughs> all right. of all time. Back to those funny names: is prawn cutlet and mutant. Yeah, yeah. This is the best one
3: okay. of all time. Let's hear it.
4: And they're off. And in between horses, Spider Rock now in fifth position on the far outside. Stan Pat races sixth. Let's go Yankees is now seventh. Followed by Unbridled Wish in eighth. Arrgh! Is now ninth. And the trailer is on a reading. Coming to the top of the stretch. Half-cat the leader. Half-cat in front, but here's Stan Pat. Stan Pat up to challenge for that lead as they field. Turns for home. Matt's Wish on the outside runs in third. Then down toward the inside. It's Feline Fell in fourth. In the middle of the track is... Arrgh! Coming down to the final 16th, it is Stan Pat in front. Arg! Arg! <laughs> Arg! In front, coming down to the wire! They're coming to the finish, and it's all! Arg! <laughs> Feline fell in second, Stan Pat there. <laughs> I,
2: I love the fact that somebody's called their horse Arg! Just for that reason. <laughs> I'm not going to get there briefly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, ah, That's the absolute winner. Surely he didn't actually have to say it like that, is there? He uh, didn't have to, but he, <laughs> he's American. For dramatic effect, he did. Do um, <laughs> you but, know how it's actually spelled? <laughs> yeah,
2: it's uh, like about four A's, four R's, a G and an H. Arr, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm exhausted. I think I'm more naked than last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, if you're knackered, we better get straight into this. That was a top ten, by the way. I'm ah, just Rob's Jesus. loving life here. I'm just exhausted.
0: You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there
4: you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta
3: go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life.
4: And suddenly you're finding
2: out the facts, facts of life life are all about you, you. We haven't done facts of life for a while, I don't think, I, don't think I don't, can't one. remember we, uh, if we did it last week or not.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, yeah,
2: obviously it must have popped up on your timeline today on Facebook, yes, it yes, popped up yes, on mine.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: just going to let you run with it because today, two years ago, I've known a few coincidences in my time mm. but this just took the biscuit
3: this is a particularly crazy one. Well, it was, it was part of our New Zealand voyage, but we'd come from, uh, via China mental trip. We, I think it was like Austria or something like that. We, we uh, from, it was Austria, Istanbul. Yes, yeah, something like that. <clears throat> anyway, five internal flights inside China or something to finally get home. Had a great time when we arrived in New Zealand, didn't we? Because the media just jumped right on it. Yeah, yeah. So we're, also, we're on The Crowd Goes Wild with morning TV, two breakfast radio shows, yep. on afternoon shows. It was all fantastic. Went down to a place that I had not heard of, called Murchison. Yeah. It's the middle sort of, of nowhere. Upper middle South Island. Yes. About an hour and a half south of Nelson. But we flew in the Christchurch and drove about three hours up from there. Yeah. We hold up in this tiny wee 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 hotel... And so Beefy and I have uh another flatmate a guy at the time, a guy named Michael Eriksson, who's a Swedish bloke. Yeah. Lovely guy.
2: He was a space Lovely engineer. Guy.
3: Yeah, he sort of came into it. So, so we started off with the story was Beefy lived in a flat in Naurang the apartment which I now live in. Yeah. I moved in as his flatmate was moving out, and we got a girl in. We had two nightmare girls in a row. We did. That were horrible people. Yeah. And basically, uh, once they are gone, I said, "I think we just need to make this a boys' flat." <laughs> oh yeah. And not—that's that a, a, a comment on all women. No, but no. no. These women, we're pro-feminists. These, this they, show. We are pro-feminists, but these women left us scarred, and we just thought and just, broke and broke. They ripped us both ripped us <laughs> off. And uh, we got this uh Swedish, basically Swedish computer nerd in. Yeah. But he seemed very reliable and sensible, and he liked to have a glass of wine on the couch. So he was in. He's a good man. He, he's one, he's very Swedish, wasn't he? Just, yeah. just all about logics and systems. Yeah. I recall one of my favourite stories about Michael is that he was complaining about how cold his room was, and and so he went to the extent rather than he couldn't sleep, he was so cold, yeah. and so he went to the extent of buying. He was buying. From Sweden, yeah, but he, he he was complaining about Australian houses. Oh help, yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. And he would go and buy. He went and bought this cellophane sort of, I don't know, wallpaper <laughs> panel type thing to double glaze his windows. Yeah. So that he would, you know, and I said to him, "Look, man, that's quite a big effort. Like, why don't you just buy another quilt?" Yeah. And he's just like, "Why don't the Australians just build proper houses?" <laughs> That's sort of what, that's what he's about with the systems and stuff. You know, yeah. very logical guy.
2: If he could uh, only shop in IKEA and drive a Volvo, yeah, that's how. And use a Nokia phone, although they're Finland. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, yeah. M- that's Michael.
3: <laughs> so yeah, we've been traveling all over the world. Hadn't seen him in a couple of months. This tiny hotel in the middle of nowhere, Murchison, South Island of New Zealand. We're standing there in the morning, just talking a bit of crap outside the hotel. I look out the window. We've just about to go for breakfast. We're just about to go for breakfast, leave and head out of there, weren't we? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And we look over, and he's standing right there. He our drove in,
2: He literally drove past us. Yeah. In fact, I turn around, and you actually turn around and went, "What?" what the, the? The air, yeah, the Shaded at the top, yeah. and then you ran off. And ran I went, off. I, I, I thought, oh, it. Rob's seen somebody knows, yeah. or there's something, somebody's fallen out of a car, mm-hmm. or there's been an accident." Mm-hmm. No, walk round the corner. There's our flatmate.
3: Yeah. In there the it was. same
2: hotel, in the middle of nowhere.
3: Yeah, yeah. It, it's just like if, if you just someone who you live with. Yeah. And, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, there, yeah, very, very unlikely circumstance yeah. that was. And we just went out and hung out. We had a bit of breakfast. We did we breakfast. Week, uh, we went
2: and watched the uh, the, the last ever attempt at, um, the Bulla Fest cardboard cup. Yeah, it was the last one ever because they only had one entrant. The idea is to make a boat out of cardboard and mm. go to one across one side of the river and back again. Yeah, and basically what this guy did, he jumped in his little boat. Uh, he sank within three meters of getting yeah. out on the river, and yeah. then walked across to the other side and walked back. Yeah, and then I think they even made the, the declaration, then and that was the last ever cardboard cup. wasn't much in of fact, a spectacle. Was in it? fact, that actually cost us a sport. Because
3: I wiped the cardboard cup up yeah, off our list. It didn't qualify. Because it didn't work. It didn't work. There was a. And I think the main attraction was like around by the rock pool things. There was a couple of eels. Eels. So I yeah, I try yeah. to grab an eel. Try to grab an eel. In the rock pool, yeah. Now, just in case the Fest people are listing in. Oh, they do. They love this show. I've got two requests for the Fest people. <laughs> I know what one of Never, them. Never, ever employed that commentator chick ever again. <laughs> yeah. She almost single handedly ruined the entire atmosphere. Um, I don't know what her name was. I won't say what she looked like, but it was She had red it, hair. It was two thousand and sixteen, that's all you needed to know. Yeah. And change your playlist for your music. I don't want to come back into New Zealand after being gone for twelve years and hear the wandering eye by Fat Freddy's drop oh. over and over again. Okay. There, uh, there's other stuff out there.
2: But Rob, it was Bullerfest two thousand sixteen. Yeah. Twenty five years of Rock in the River. <laughs> that was that is engraved on my brain. Oh.
3: That woman.
2: Bullerfest, two thousand sixteen. 25 years of rocking the river.
3: I remember being devastated they didn't have Guinness at the, uh, uh, at the pub. Store. I actually didn't, I didn't, cause I was, I was actually kind of munted. Was, <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it was a good time to uh, have a few nights off. Yeah, it was actually. Uh, I was also quite... spent the afternoon cutting together what became now the mega trailer. You did.
2: Yeah, yeah that was, uh, that was down there. Yeah. Productive. What still sticks out in my mind, you went and borrowed a stamp from the yeah, uh, reception yeah, yeah. to stamp your passport <laughs> That's right, in yeah. a kind of European National Lampoons European vacation style yeah. trailer, which is, of course it worked I worked very
3: well. I put a big piece of tissue on the stamp so it didn't actually mark my passport. Yeah. But at some point it, it slipped off and I did this big stamp <laughs> in my passport of the Maratiki Hotel. <laughs> Still in his passport today He's like right on like the Dubai Yeah Yeah, You're allowed Oh well don't worry about Dubai That's right. So that was uh, Yeah that was Facts of Life A couple of years ago Jesus It flies by
2: Well I've got a few other Bits and pieces of Facts of Life As well Well this weekend There's two really good I'll call them sports Uh, The first one is The Melbourne International (laughs) Chill Eating Championships That's come around again That's come around again It's on this Saturday That was almost the
3: first podcast We ever did Or second one We talked about that Oh was it Yeah probably was was About a year yeah, ago. Yeah,
2: well, funnily enough, this is podcast number 52, Rob, so well, it may well be. well be exactly that. Uh, yeah, that. That, that way inclined. So So uh, it is the chili eating contest. So I did go, uh, yeah, la- last year, and it is ridiculous. Pretty disgusting by the sounds. Really disgusting. They were eating chili combinations mm. that were worth 12 million scobels. Like a normal habanero chili is like 5,000 Sco- scobels. Yeah. Um, Your Grim Reaper or whatever. California Reaper is half a million or something. Perhaps it's a million. I don't know. Mm -hmm. These people were eating combinations of chili. They were eating like um, a California Reaper inside a ghost chili inside another stinking hot chili in Mm
3: -hmm. one go. Mm -hmm.
2: Just Mm -hmm. ridiculous. From what
3: you told me, it sounds like there's more throwing up at this festival than probably all competition, than any other eating or drinking competition that's available. It was... uh, Awful, yeah, and obviously if you. And so you're, you're going back definitely.
2: I might go and have a look. Saturday yeah, uh, if you <laughs> vomit, you're out. By the way, you're not allowed to vomit. You can vomit. Ah, What, what they, like they do? What they do when you're eating the chili? They put like a glass of milk and a glass of water right in front of you as a tempter. So if you do have a drink, you're gone as well. You've got to eat this dry. Oh, oh, right. So if you want to have a drink, it's a instant disqualification. Yeah, so right. um, they've got 24 places apparently. Allegedly they're all filled, but whether uh, people turn up or not. So there's two heats of 12. Yeah. So you got to get in the top and you go into the final of each heat. So uh, yeah, there's yeah. A, that's going to oh, be... That's a real test. I can just imagine as well, you're eating these chilies and then you just wipe your eye a little bit because you'll be sweaty because the heat mm. is ridiculous. Pain fest. Yeah, and you can just wipe your eye and you'll get that bit of chilli in your eye at 12 million scobles, and you might as well just scrape them out with screwdrivers now the other interesting uh event on in melbourne this saturday is the australian open speed golf championships yes now if you don't know speed golf you only have three clubs aren't you well you can take as many as you like to be honest um but you have to run with them so players do usually only run with three clubs yeah it's the combination your score is the number of shots plus a number of minutes Mm -hmm. so obviously the quicker you run around the course and the less shots you play the your score. What clubs would you go for? Um probably a 3 iron. Yeah. A 6 or 7. Probably a 7. Mm-hmm. And obviously a putt you got a putt I would go
3: I would go driver, would you? Yeah. Get the big dog. Driver. But you're a, probably, you're a proper golfer, so you seven hit it, iron. you hit it straight. No, not that straight, but I can about one or two driver seven iron putter. I reckon just go for the three. It doesn't give you a lot of options out of the rough. Well, though, I hit a does seven iron about one sixty.
2: Yeah, see, I I can hit a three iron straight ish. So out of the So that's why. You hit a seven iron out the rough? Not from three hundred and fifty meters
4: away. Well, nah, but when
3: when am I going to end up like that? Well, told you, you are a proper golfer. I am not, not or, not or for a long wait. time. Yeah, if I hit driver and two seven irons, I'll get on any par five. Uh, okay. That's a challenge. If I hit it more properly. So that's at, um, Albert Park in the, around
2: the, near the Grand Prix track, which is also coming up soon. Uh, Melbourne right. Formula One Grand Prix. They're doing Gosh, testing right, right now. That's a big event. Yeah, so the Australian Open Speed Golf. Now, originally, this was slated at Albert Park Golf Course course because local government had threatened to close the golf Mm. course down Mm -hmm. there through development, and they want to make it a bit more kind of friendly for the Grand Prix and everything else because of the track. But... They have just announced that that's now out the window, and the golf course is going to stay. Yeah. So this is a celebration of saving Albert Park Golf Course, the Australian Open Speed Golf Championships. Well done, people power.
3: That's fantastic. Yeah, great news. That great it's news uh, for that. very good. Um Now, are we getting near wrapping up? We are getting near wrapping so up. I've yeah. got something I want to say first of all. Okay, well, you Something go for that it. happened on Saturday at the festival. Whoa. There was a band on uh right before us. I'm not going to say what they were called because I don't want to give them any coverage. There was. Three ladies at the front and a guy playing drums at the back. They were fantastic. They were a yep. great band. Everyone was loving them. It was outstanding. The last song of the set, they go righto. We're just gonna do something here. We want all the guys. Guys, it's girls' time. You get to the back. We want all the girls at the front and dance. And everyone's sort of like, oh, okay, whatever. Kind of doing it, but not really. And one guy just sort of was just enjoying the music and wanted to stay at the front and watch the band. And they just go, oi, you get to the back. Really? And he's like, aggressive. What? Yeah, aggressive. And like. Oi, oi, douchebag, get to the back. Like, on the microphone, this one poor guy, just getting chastised by this band while he's just sitting there wanting to enjoy the music. And it's supposed to be some women's movement, girl power type oh, of thing. Oh, pussy right. It is the, that is the opposite of equality. It is. You're right. You're not bringing us together. It's not, it's not unity. You are simply enhancing division further by doing something yeah. like that. You're it made me. very, very me. angry. Yeah. And I wanted to line them up on stage myself, but um I talked we talked it over as a band and they said just oh, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. So to those uh that Canberra are band they, Are they coming down? They're coming back down to Melbourne this right. weekend. Are they that- on
2: before you again? Well, they were uh, because yeah, you're headlining. Headlining yeah.
3: because you know we uh, went up there just after them and smashed it to pieces, didn't we? Um, but anyway, there was uh that camera band made up of three young ladies and a young lad. Mind your manners. Hashtag mind your manners. How about that one? Oh, love it,
2: love it. Well, a bit of political stuff there from Rob Bryce mm-hmm. There, um, we're commentating on the Melbourne Pub Cricket Finals on Sunday. Yes, the uh, 365 Days of Sport boys are back with White Line Wireless, so that should be interesting on the weekend. Apart from that, chilly eating, speed golf. Pub cricket. Psychedelic rock. Psychedelic rock. Sounds all right. Can you get any better than that? <laughs> uh, before we go, we have to thank Masita for looking after us. They are the best sportswear company in Australia. They do soccer kits. They do any ball sports. They will look after your on-field and off-field apparel. They're going great guns at the minute. Good to see Gold Coast United doing great stuff in the Queensland Leagues and the Canberra Clubs kick off. They must kick off this next weekend, I think. So wow. that's good. So that's good for Masita. They're going really well at the minute. So uh, tell them Beefy and Rob sent you and they will look after you. Apart from that, I'm going to see you on the weekend. You've got gigs and stuff and uh, who knows Bloody what parting. we'll be doing.
3: Yeah, I'll give you a multi if you want it. No, send want send it. through. You know, you don't want it? No. It's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> at 365 Days of Sport, we will. See you next week.